0: Let's Go State, the official podcast of Penn State Athletics. Now, from Happy Valley, here's your host, Brian
1: Tripp. Thanks for being with us here this week on Let's Go State, the official podcast of Penn State Athletics. I'm Brian Tripp, your host, and this week... My guest is Penn State women's hockey senior captain Natalie Heising. A Minnesota native has led the program to its first top 10 ranking in program history and is currently atop the CHA. So it's already been a season of first, but the program still has many more goals it wants to accomplish in the 2020-21 season. I think you'll enjoy this as I chat with Natalie about her background, the culture that the program has built, and the success they've had here this season. Still a long ways to go, but I think you'll enjoy this one with Natalie Heising, our guest this week on Let's Go State, the official podcast of Penn State Athletics. Well, it's great to be joined by the captain of the Penn State women's hockey team today, Natalie Heising. Natalie, thanks so much for the time. How are you?
0: I'm doing great. Thank you.
1: Well, the one thing I wanted to say first, Natalie, I always introduce our guests and ask them to tell us a little bit about themselves, where they're from, and I had to look it up. It's Wyzetta Minnesota why are all the towns in Minnesota so hard to pronounce
0: <laughs> that's a great question I'm um, not too sure about that but um, I actually live in a little smaller town called Maple Grove but I went mm-hmm. to uh, Wyzetta High School which is uh, I think the biggest high school in Minnesota so um, a lot of kids from kind of smaller towns end up at that but yeah, there are there are some weird names in Minnesota.
1: <laughs> well, it's just outside of Minneapolis, so obviously you grew up in a hockey hotbed. How did you start playing <laughs> hockey? When did you get involved?
0: Uh, well, I had uh, I have an older brother who is four years older than me, and he, you know, he started playing hockey because uh, my dad got him started in it. My dad played uh, hockey all the way through high school, and our family we just loved hockey. As soon as my brother got started, and I followed right in his footsteps. I think my um, my mom she tried to get me into figure skating uh, for and I think I did that for about a week and I had enough of it and I wanted to go right back into hockey. Uh, my brother always played. We did a lot of training and practicing together. And uh, then my ten years later, my uh, sister came along and now she's following in my footsteps. So uh, we've always. Been everything about hockey, and um, that's how it's been for as long as I can remember.
1: Did you have a rink in the backyard growing up? Did you go to the local lake? Where did you play?
0: In our neighborhood, we have uh, a, a rink, an outdoor rink that we like to use in the winter. We also have two ponds in our backyard that uh, sometimes we would clear off if we uh, had the time. But you know, we were so busy with practices and everything that there was never a sort of device to, to find.
1: So as you were growing up and you went and played in high school in Minnesota, which is obviously highly competitive, and you also represented your country, what were those experiences like?
0: um you know, I think it really kind of helped uh, you know shape me as a hockey player um, in high school, you know going through those years as uh, especially as um, in the higher level teams uh, in Minnesota, the competition is so uh, great that they prepare you so well for really any uh, place that you're going to go, go play college, go represent Team USA. So I'm really grateful for that, to be able to have had that opportunity. And representing my uh, Team USA uh, for two years was absolutely one of the greatest honors I ever could have uh, imagined. And it was a dream of mine. And uh, I'm so grateful for you know being able to have to uh, participate in that. And I think it really kind of helped me. Uh, get a sense of really high-level uh, hockey that then kind of helps me get a really great start in, uh, in college.
1: And speaking of that college experience, it started here at Penn State. So what were you looking for when it came time to choose where you wanted to play your college hockey?
0: Yeah, so I, you know, first and foremost wanted a really great education, and that was something that was really important to me. And um, Penn State academics are unbelievable, so, you know, that has been wonderful. And then when it came to hockey, I wanted to I wanted to join a program that had a lot of potential and a place that I could grow as a hockey player and that I could help uh, grow uh, the program as I was going through. And I wanted to be a part of something like that. And, you know, I walked in and there was I think, you know, the program wasn't where it could have been, where most Penn State athletics uh, uh, normally are. And so I saw a wonderful opportunity, and you know, it's been several years, and we've seen some struggles, had some snippets of success, but now I think this year we have a group together um, that's all on board to making this program the best that it can be, and you know, I couldn't be happier about that.
1: You know, it takes a unique personality too to not want to just walk right into some place because you had options to play at a lot of places to walk right into somewhere where you know you're going to have immediate success. What was mm-hmm. the mentality that it took to come to a place like Penn State and be a part of that foundation? And I know we're going to get into uh, being ranked now in the top ten, number eight this week, mm-hmm. and the success you guys have had this year. What did it take, though, to come into a program where you knew you might not win right away or you might not win championships, at least right off the bat?
0: Being a senior now, it's kind of funny looking back to how my mindset was coming in because, I knew I wanted a challenge. I knew I wanted something that was going, going to push me and really force me to, um, you know, be a leader on a team and help a team get to where it needs to go. But I did not ever think it would be as difficult mm-hmm. as it has ended up being. And, you know, I, I knew it was going to be tough, but I, I did not think that it would be as, as hard as it was to get to where we are now. Mm-hmm. I think, though, that that experience has given me so much knowledge in, on how to develop a team and how to lead a team and how to uh, participate in a team and to get people on board and to, um, you know, all the different personalities and characters that come with a team and how to navigate all that. And I'm, I'm so, like, grateful for all the experiences I've gone through because it's given me so much knowledge that I think I've really been able to implement in this year's team.
1: Yeah, and before you can have success on the ice, I know culture is a big thing that Coach Campersall drives home. How do you go about establishing the culture? What were some of those challenges you referenced uh, leading up to this, not just on the ice, but things off the ice as well?
0: Right. Well, I think um, in a team, having trust is so incredibly important. And I think, though, also understanding that everybody is a human and makes mistakes Mm -hmm. and being able to trust your teammates that, you know, if they make a mistake on the ice, off the ice, whatever, whatever it is, you're going to be there to to help them learn from it, to help um, the team learn from it, and to uh, move forward that way. And I think, you know, this year I've been able to develop a really good relationship with every single person on this team. So I know what people's struggles are, what their, you know, how school's going for them, and you know what they what their goals are for or personal goals for themselves and you know their goals that they want for the team and being able to understand that and really kind of getting to know all of the players on the team, um, I think it really benefits the team success because everybody feels way more uh, connected.
1: Well, that's something you were able to do in person the last few years. Now that mm-hmm. it, it's amazing to see how. The freshman classes made a, an immediate impact with the team. What was it like bonding with them and gaining that trust during this COVID era where you are limited in your in-person interaction? How did you do it as a, as a leader of the team?
0: It, it was definitely a challenge. Um, I think that it kind of starts in the summer, you know, just texting them, talking to them, trying to get a feel for what their expectations were. Uh, coming into the season and, you know, we really didn't even know what to expect ourselves, Mm -hmm. um, you know, as upperclassmen, because everything was so incredibly different. But I think that worked to our advantage because we were all on the same page coming in. We all uh, did not really know what to expect. And so we all kind of were able to work through it together. And, you know, I didn't always have all the answers that I would normally have because of the circumstances, but, I think then that kind of gave um, the freshmen, you know, they felt a little more comfortable that they weren't really missing a lot of um, details that, you know, they normally may have coming in um, in a normal year. So I think it kind of put us all on an equal playing field and we were able to grow as a team
1: yeah, and you've had the individual success since you stepped on campus, but hockey is a team sport and any leader wants the team to mm-hmm. succeed. Any great player wants the team to succeed and come first. How rewarding has it been to have the team success you've had to this point this season now?
0: I I can't even really explain it. It's it's so exciting for me to, to watch and to be a part of it and to see these girls just have so much fun and feel mm-hmm. so excited for just the tiniest little um, successes that we might have in a game or in practice and I think it really motivates our team um, to see everybody participating, everybody having um, a uh, an effect in a game and that's really huge and everybody has a role, everybody has a job to do and I think that really gives us a lot of strength that maybe um, other teams don't have um, but it's it's awesome to see and to see people putting in all that extra work and to see people, um, practicing, uh, you know, after practice, before practice with each other just striving to get better is extremely, uh, motivating for me to see. And it's, it's just really, um, it's a great feeling.
1: What did it mean? And I know you have bigger goals. You want to win a conference championship. You want to go to the, the frozen four, but what did it mean to have that tangible thing there and being ranked for the first time as a program, at least as a small milestone to this point this season?
0: Well, you know, the first three years of Penn State, that really never even crossed my mind as a possibility. And now, like, when it happened, I was just, I'm like, oh yeah, like, we can can be ranked. Like, (laughs) we are here, we are this good, we are this, um, you know, talented as a team. And it kind of it got me really excited, but then at the same time, I'm also like, okay, well, we still have more work to more work to do. We still have a lot to get done. Season isn't anywhere near over yet. So, as great as this is, I'm kind of just moving on, thinking about uh, the next game.
1: Yeah, and you know what? That's such a great perspective to have because I think you could look at it two ways as an athlete. You could feel, look, we made it and rest a little bit. But it seems Mm -hmm. like the entire team, not just you personally you've really embraced it and used it as motivation. All right, we're eighth. How do we get up even higher?
0: Right. Exactly.
1: So that's, that's a really good perspective to have. Um, What type of impact have the freshmen made and what has it been like to play with Waleen and Zanon on the same line?
0: Well, the freshmen have been have made such a big impact because there's so many of them (laughs) and you know, they're the, uh, the good majority of our team. And, so they really have a big influence in how they wanted our games and how they wanted this team to be. And, you know, with not having any expectations coming in as a freshman, um, they really took a great path and where they wanted to, to lead this team as a group. And their energy, their excitement, their passion for hockey is, is so immense that it's, it really, I think, motivates upperclassmen and motivates them to okay well you know I got to get in there put an extra work because you know these freshmen are coming for me and it's, it's great because it creates some great competition within our team um, Jeff loves it when we are doing competition and practices because it you know I think uh, Penn State like we are our own biggest uh, competitors and when yeah. we're not on our game we're hurting ourselves so if we can compete against each other every single day uh, that's That's huge, and that really will uh, take us, I think, uh, even higher, and and the freshmen have really kind of uh, led that.
1: And I think you can speak to this as an athlete maybe more, and I I think this may be true in this case. We so often hear about seniors and upperclassmen guiding the freshmen and helping them, and sure, that's a big part of it, but they Mm -hmm. can make you a lot better too, just having those new faces, Mm -hmm. new voices, and new talents, adding that to a locker room as well.
0: Of course. Of course. It's huge.
1: Natalie, we talk about all the success you've had this year in building a culture, and we mentioned Coach Campersall before just a moment. It sounds like you have a great relationship with him, that he leans on you as a leader. What is it like playing for him, and what has he enabled you to do as a leader with the program?
0: Yeah, I mean, my relationship with uh, Zach is, has definitely strengthened over the years, and I'm really grateful for him as a coach, for all the help that he's he's given me and everything that he's done for this program. Uh, he's been extremely patient and, you know, kind of always given me um, some strengths in the sense of just being patient and waiting for our success to come and, you know, never really doubting that it would. And so I'm really grateful for that because it's kind of uh, when you go through tough times in, in a team, it's sometimes you can lose a hope or you can lose the end results and he never did. And so you know what he does for our team, and um, the strength that he gives our team is is really big.
1: All right, Natalie, let's revisit one last thing before we uh, wrap it up here. You mentioned before that you're studying chemical engineering. Favorite class, mm-hmm. hardest class at Penn State. We have to talk about academics a lot. That's pretty impressive to balance your hockey career and a major like chemical engineering.
0: Definitely a challenge, uh, especially like I didn't really have anybody who came before me. Uh, who was in any engineering to really kind of give me any idea of what to expect. Mm-hmm. Uh, so definitely some hard lessons have been learned, uh, but I really just kind of focus a lot on communication with with staff, with my professors and trying to, I mean, manage a chemical engineering uh, course load and our busy schedule. And I really can't explain how I've been able to do it. It's kind of, that surprises me sometimes um takes a lot of effort and a lot of work but there's definitely be, been some challenge challenging courses that I've had but I think the worst one that gave me the most nightmares um was it's a it's a chemi class called heat transfer and I can't really even tell you what it's about <laughs> it's a very difficult class um one of my favorite classes that I've had was uh, I took this past semester and it was an uh, environmental engineering class and I took it as an elective and it's not really something that um, we focus on it as chemical engineers, but mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it and kind of inspired me to hopefully maybe go into something like that uh, in the future and for a future career.
1: Yeah, Let's talk about that for one moment. What do you have in mind after hockey concludes for you? What What do you hope to do with that degree?
0: That is a great question. I mean, I, have a lot of different ideas of where I'd possibly want to go a lot of there's a lot of different industries that I could go into um but I think right now there's something that I'm kind of currently studying is uh bioplastics and kind of renewable um materials uh in that sense so I think kind of going down that path would be something really um something that I'm very interested in
1: Natalie thanks so much for the time I enjoyed it best of luck the rest of the season Continued success.
0: Yes, thank you so much for
1: having me. So our thanks again to Natalie and our thanks to you for joining us this week on Let's Go State, the official podcast of Penn State Athletics. If you like what you heard here today, make sure you rate, make sure you subscribe to our podcast, and make sure you share it on social media with your friends. We'd love to have more people joining us each and every week on Let's Go State. So I'm Brian Tripp saying so long. We'll talk to you next time on Let's Go State, the official podcast of Penn State Athletics.
0: Let's Go State, the official podcast of Penn State Athletics.